Hello and welcome to Michelle's Plantry where we make magic out of the everyday mundane. Today I want to talk about elderberry and what is so magical about elderberries. You may have noticed over the past few years that elderberry syrup and supplements are all over the shelf of you know pharmacies and grocery stores or Target, Walmart in the cough and cold section maybe or supplement section and the reason why elderberry is so popular is because it's the extract of the berry that is really good in helping people recover from coughs and colds and flu kids going back to school it's like all these you know precautions you want to take to or be ready for when the colds and the flu start to just take over because elderberry helps either prevent or reduce the time that you feel sick from a cold or flu or cough and it is also anti-inflammatory and it is just it's antiviral and we really we really like the idea of something natural healing us and protecting us so especially for children young children i think parents want to be very cautious about giving them too many drugs that more like mask the symptoms versus herbal remedies that are good for you in your overall health which elderberry is so one explanation of how elderberry works i found in maya toll's new book the night school i really love the way she just lays it out as far as like what it does to us when we use it as a um, defense mechanism and an immunity booster. The way she explains it is that viruses have spikes and those spikes are used to cling on or to penetrate our cells in our body, our healthy cells. They puncture them, they cling on to them, and then they try to replicate themselves throughout your body. So as they puncture your healthy cells, they you know, invade it and they take over and then you start feeling sick. What elderberry does, the way she explains it is, it kind of puts a glob on the spikes of that virus. And when it tries to penetrate your healthy cells, it, it doesn't have the potency anymore because it dulled the spikes. So it's got this glob on it and it has trouble penetrating your healthy cells. And I thought, Wow, that's such a great explanation of viruses in the comp plant compounds and how they can protect us, how they can increase our immunity. I loved that illustration that she put in the book because I can really get a good visual. When I'm drinking my elderberry tea, I think, all right, I'm doing something to help my immune system to protect myself against viruses. And if I do start to get sick and I amp up my elderberry consumption, it should lessen the symptoms and reduce the amount of time I'm, I'm sick. The elderberry tree has been used for centuries. It's literally known or was known as nature's medicine cabinet. So that pretty much says it all. And uh, a funny little side story that way back in, you know, the old, olden days, way, way, way back, they believed that there was a spirit, so to speak, called the elder mother that lived inside the tree. I'm thinking to myself, they must have thought, like there's gotta be some powerful spirit living in this tree for it to be such a healer because it's been used 
to heal people for for centuries. People were afraid to take from it or cut it down. People would actually refuse to burn the or pick up sticks from it or burn it and uh, or take from it without saying a special prayer or poem. It was a, a request. You had to ask permission from the tree in order to take from it. And when I read more about it, I dug in and tried to understand um, a little bit more about the folklore part of it. I read about how um, the American Indian culture, I believe many uh, American Indians still practice this gratitude, this thanking nature, thanking mother nature before or when they take from the earth. And they have rituals around it where they you know, pray and give thanks to Mother Nature for what it has given them to help them survive and help them to heal. And it got me thinking about how, gosh, how much we've lost that feeling of gratitude because we don't see where our food comes from so much anymore. Not everybody, but for the most part in this modern world, we grab things off shelves or from the grocery stores Um, even from farmer's markets, but we don't see all that went into, say, growing the tomato or creating the dried elderberry. And, you know, that goes for the abundance of food that we consume on a daily basis. And it's just a little side note that brought me down that, that path to thinking about how beautiful that is just to take that time to feel thankful for Mother Earth and what she provides us. So coming back to elderberry, it took me a little bit to get on the elderberry train or the bandwagon, and mostly because I'll admit, I find that something that is unfamiliar to me, like making elderberry syrup or making elderberry tea, I can overthink and create this big idea that it's very difficult when in fact, most of the time I've discovered things are actually way easier than my mind has conjured them up to be. And that goes for elderberry tea. I happened to be at my local good health store. It's called Good Health. And I saw this big bag of elderberry, dried elderberries. And I thought, here's my opportunity. What? It, here it is. It's staring me in the face. I said, this is a good investment. I grabbed it. And I took it home, put it in this nice glass container. And I started making elderberry tea. I simply fill my tea kettle with filtered water and scoop some elderberries, dried elderberries, into my loose leaf tea diffuser basket. If you don't have a loose leaf tea diffusing teapot, I highly recommend one for you. Um, Then you pour the boiling water into your teapot, simply place the basket into the water, and give it a little swirl around so the water gets through the berries. And within minutes, you have a beautiful mulberry-colored tea. Now, you can drink it hot or cold. In this example, I'm drinking it on ice. I iced up two. I filled two mason jars with ice and then the berry tea. And after that, I make a second batch. It's diluted, but it still works. So I just put cold filtered water right in the pot using the same elderberries and I get another batch of tea and you'll see it's a little bit lighter but still really good for you. 
So I hope you enjoyed this episode uh, about elderberries and maybe it will you know inspire you to buy a bag try to get organic if you can just because with organic a certified organic stamp you know you're either going to get no pesticides or way less pesticides than you would conventionally grown so look for organic and um, give yourself the gift of natural healing and also the gift of making something for yourself the ritual of of making a tea can be really nourishing in its own right as far as you know you're just doing something really good for yourself taking time out of your day to um, take care of yourself and you may want to consider thanking mother earth and thanking the elder tree for this beautiful healing fruit that we are blessed to have access to. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And I'll see you next time. Bye, everyone.